Michiana's first, first best, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music, music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Welcome to you, music to my beers. It is Zach Miller with Warren Cluck. We are with you for two hours for some beer chit chat, play some tunes, have some fun with some movies, and uh, even split one. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. It's our first show inside of March for for this year, but also our countdown to St. Patty's Day uh, begins Good. only a couple of weeks. So we have a lot of music to my beers to talk about. If you've been with us this entire time, you know St. Patty's Day is kind of the music to my beers anniversary. So uh, we're going to have some some fun the next couple of weeks looking back on, on things that have been and things that are no longer since we've started doing this show. And it pains me to even bring this up. Um, give me a moment to collect myself because I feel like Am I leaving you high and dry? Well, I feel like you've turned your back on the show, Judas, not once, but now twice in the last six months. If you were with the show back in the fall, you remember that Zach did, what was it, a sober? I did it, No Beer November. No Beer so, November. The, took the entire month off. The entire yeah. month. No drinking for Zach, and it's, that's crazy because it puts you through Thanksgiving holidays, which are typically a lot of imbibing, mm-hmm. goes on. And then you walked into the office earlier this week, and you said, hey, guess what I've done? I, I thought, well, well, I can't wait to hear what you did. And you have uh, gotten yourself now into an even lengthier, worse predicament. Go ahead, Zach. The floor's all yours. Why don't you tell me why you weren't drinking for the next 40 days? I have given alcohol up for Lent. And if you're I'm new not. To the show, <laughs> and you've only been with us for like the last, I don't know, we'll say eight months. Like, let's say you started listening to music to my beers in August. And you've been with us that long. And you've heard Zach have to break down and give up beer I know. for you know months at a time now twice you think wow maybe that guy maybe he's got a problem and he's really struggling he's like, you know, he's, <laughs> can you hit rock bottom twice inside of six months why are you giving up beer for lent now hot off the heels after doing no beer november it was uh kind of a a dare with my co-host and i of that other morning show that we do and she she chose what i had to give up and i chose what she had to give up so she picked so, the thing you hold nearest and dearest. I think the only thing she could have picked worse would be maybe contact with your kids and wife. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, so she picked that. And what? please tell me you picked something equally as terrible for Brittany. I, I think I did. She's obsessed with reels. And so I said no more Instagram for the entire 40 days. Oh, that's like the the little live thing you put up as part of your story? It's the, the uh, imitation TikTok, you know, like... Facebook so in your estimation, and, she loves little Facebook reels and Instagram as, as much as you love craft beer. I think so. She's doing it during the show all the time. She likes watching all those videos. You know, it's it's quote-unquote show prep, but I'm like, no, we're, we're going to get off that for a whole month so for, many, for 40 days. So you're less than a week in now. You started on what? Was it, uh, was it Ash Wednesday? It was Ash Wednesday that I started. And when and did you get to start again? April 18th. Which takes <laughs> you all the way through another drinking holiday. St. Patrick's had, Day, I if know. You had found a way to weasel out of alcohol uh, over the over like Christmas and New Year's Eve. You would have missed all of them except for like Fourth of July. I know. Seriously. <laughs> so how so how are you feeling now? Less than a week into it, I feel okay. Um, Even though I, we had that amazing day yesterday, and it was really nice on super Thursday, nice. And you're like wow, to be out in the yard with a beer in your hand and the highs in the sixties. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I I had to stick with my lemon like, water. Like take the family down to Howard Park and walk around and I had to look at, likes to start at a public house and have a beer. Exactly. Play down to the U. You decided to give all. So you've made it through this entire five six days now, uh, despite all the nice weather and the, the 
feelings that it it drew it drums up inside of people. Well, and this is a lot harder now too. November is easy to give up beer because you're inside. You're inside the rainy season, p- potential snow, and it's just like gloomy and dark. You never want to open up a beer until it's like highs in the 50s and it's sunshine and yeah, there's all kinds of outdoor activities that go great with drinking. I didn't. I didn't think this one through. I should have been like anything but beer. You came in you and told me. Away. I said that takes you into St. Patty's Day, man. Yeah, yeah, takes me past St. Patrick's Day, almost like. Now I want to bring <laughs> in like the biggest, baddest beer I have to celebrate the music of my beer's seventh anniversary, and just be like, "Well, this is pretty great." I don't have any. Sorry, of this you left. can't this have this, this one. Last, <laughs> this is the last time you're going to be able to taste it. Are you like for real going to do this, or are you going to be like, okay, I mean, St. Patty's Day, I might have a few. Or are you really going to try? I think I'm going to really try. Yep, I'm gonna try to do it again. Like because I did it. I like, and you'll tell me though. Like if you do this a third time, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna start thinking that maybe you know, maybe there is something we need to dig into a little bit deeper. Like we need to have maybe you be my therapist, or we well, have a counselor come in no, here. And but I'll start <laughs> to be really concerned. I'll think, wow, Zach's on a beer show, and here I am, like pushing alcohol on him every week, and we're talking about it, and getting excited <laughs> about it, but you've had to give it up multiple times. So. Now, twice inside of a year, Zach Miller's off the sauce. I'm can off. You, it. Hey, can you have liquor? No liquor. She said no alcohol. So hand she put sanitizer. A, I could probably lick some hand sanitizer. Yeah, what mouthwash. Whippets in a Kroger parking lot. I'm sure that's that's okay to do too. All right. Yeah. Okay. So it's not everything. Shopping in Niles or Buchanan. <laughs> yeah. Going over to Osceola. Was that was that was was Niles and Buchanan shopping off limits? Oh, I see what you're saying. Am I California sober? Um, ah. Yeah, that's not off limits. She never okay. said anything about right, the green. Okay. So Zach can't have craft beer, but he's all about the. He can do the drugs. <laughs> can go green for St. Patrick's Day. There we go. Right. All <laughs> right. Well, I just wanted to give you grief and uh, and brief everybody what's going on. And I'm proud of you on one hand, but on the other hand, I'm very disappointed. I know. Very I know. I, I'm sorry. Second time within a six month calendar. But it will be fun to ring in spring and watch the weather warm up and things start to happen and know that uh, oh, somewhere out there, Zach's just being tortured. So, <laughs> You want me to tell you about the last beer that I had before yeah. I did this? You know what? Let's sexualize it. Absolutely. Okay. Tell me your, Tell me about that last beer you drank. It was a Did nice... you know when you woke up the morning of Ash Wednesday, you were going to give up beer for Lent? Um, my co-host and I had talked about it a little bit, but... So you knew when you were drinking your last beer? I knew that I was going to have my last beer. All yeah. Right. What... what day earlier this week did you have your last beer um it would have been probably last saturday so it would have been last saturday so you didn't drink sunday yeah. monday or tuesday even though you could have mm, yeah no. i know because <laughs> my wife had this like great idea hey how about we save all of our drinking for the weekend so oh, we won't drink during yeah, the week i was talking to my wife i know <laughs> we're gonna get on a, a much more mindful plan of our oh. uh, activities and stuff all right so you d- you know you're having the last beer you see it coming a mile away what's your last day of drinking like for the next 40 days my last day was a worldwide stout, but not just any worldwide stout. A sweet, delicious 18% worldwide stout that had been aged in utopious barrels. That's awesome. I've got one of those, but I haven't opened it yet. How is it? It's phenomenal. It is so, it, it reminds you so much of drinking utopious. It's not even funny. It, you could have probably put utopias in front of you and that in front of you and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference because it has every single note that you get from that sam adams utopias uh if you're unfamiliar is a beer that sam adams releases every three years or every two years it's very rare you can barely find the bottle too it's a very clickbaity beer because when you see all the thumbnails of like this beer is so incredibly powerful it's banned in nine states yeah you click on it. It's a poorly written article that describes you about this Sam Adams Utopias that they release special. It's a couple hundred bucks a bottle, mm-hmm. and it's, what, 22 23%, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. Maybe even higher than that. But uh, we managed to get a bottle, and it's 
it's amazing what they did because it's not carbonated. You can cap it back up. It almost drinks like a port, but it's got a very sherry kind of boozy heat, but it's very raisiny. Yeah, super rich, very malty. Like if you're into more of like the amber ales or I, th- I think of it as kind of like a really strong Belgian. Like whether it's like a Chimay or something like that. Well, I'm trying to imagine the ta- the flavor of a worldwide stout, which is already pretty hot, but also a pretty pretty bold stout. Mm-hmm. What that would be like was it was it overpowering Utopias or was it just unmistakably like you get that raisiny sort of like you get all that finish. You get all the pruny finish and and almost like that sweet sherryness, but it's on top of the stout, which you get the chocolate and the coffee and. I mean, you couldn't have had a better marriage of a beer in that one. Like that, that to me, I would hold on to for a while, let it age like five years, just like we do with like bourbon counties and stuff, and then open it up. And I bet it's, it's, I probably drank it a little too young, to be honest, because it still had that burn. I, I don't mind the burn so much as long as it doesn't overpower everything there. Like it, it's nice when you open a stout that's a couple of years old or something bourbon barrel aged, and you still get a tiny bit of that heat. That, remote, mm-hmm. that lets you know it was there, but it also it clears the board and makes way for the rest of the flavors to shine through. Because I've, we've all had bourbon barrel-aged stouts that just all it is is bourbon hotness and heat, and it yeah. kind of ruins the experience. So you drank it, and then you knew that that was your last beer when you drank it. And that was that. That was that was a good send-off for the next 40 days. <laughs> you got to be saving some money, right? Oh, yeah. Well, kind of, sort of, because I do. I dip into the non-alcoholic beers. Those are okay because even though they say less than 0.5%, I was doing a lot of reading of this online, you're actually going to get more alcohol out of a fermented banana. You know, when you eat it when it's really ripe, you'll get more alcohol out of that than you will a non-alcoholic beer. So there's like no alcohol really in non-alcoholic beers, even though it says less than 0.5% or whatever. So I can still drink those. I'm going to classify those as, as it says non-alcoholic and she oh, said okay. no alcohol. Right, I, that's a so I'll go with that. That's a loophole your co-host is uh, your accountability buddy's cool with, and I guess I'm cool with it too. But but those those you know those can rack up. They're about ten to twelve dollars, depending on which ones you get. But you also do you go through them faster or slower than a normal beer? Uh, probably a little quicker. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna have to hit up my buddy. He can get them for like seven dollars a six pack. So you're not saving much money. And eh, no, I know. Okay. All right. Well, I'll save some money here and there because when I go out and stuff, that's another thing. You know, when we go out and we. We pay for the bill now. It's like it, what was $60. It's now more like $40 for the meal. There was a while last uh, spring and last summer especially where my craft beer spending got out of, got out of control. Uh-huh. Because every time I'd, I'd get off for the weekend, I would try to like, okay, I'm going to have six beers today that I've never had before. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll find four packs that you know sometimes are 25 26 bucks. But you pull four of those home, so you could try four different things, and suddenly it, that's 100 bucks right there. Yeah. So I've been trying to keep it to like 50 60 60 bucks ish a weekend. Yeah. So I'll buy, you know, a case of Foggy Geezer or a case of Two Hearted or a big, huge 15 pack of Centennial and then one four pack of something decent to kind of just mix in. But um, I have noticed how, like, my, my walking into Citywide and walking out $110 lighters, as it happens very infrequently these days. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it, your, your wallet's a little less heavy these days? Yeah. Or, okay. No, heavier. Heavier. Your your wallet is heavier. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Get that. All right. Yeah. This, is, this is music to my beers. It's Cluck. It's Zach, who doesn't drink until what's the date? April 18th. April 18th. That's Easter. April 17th is Easter, but I figure Palm the Sunday, day after Good Friday. How long does Lent last? Lent lasts for 40 days, and include and then, but also includes the weekend, so it's kind of technically 48 days. 
So even though they say 40 days, it's still like 48. Oh, all right. I'm not Catholic. This is all I... It it's never hurts to get a refresher course. And now, a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers, B-Movie. And given it is the season and uh, our own... Uh, Zach Miller has made a sacrifice for Lent. We thought today's movie would be uh, The Passion of the Christ. Oh, yeah, the Mel Gibson film from 2003? Jim Caviezel. I forgot about that guy. What did he go on to do? Did he do, like, Prison Break, or he did he did some kind of Fox show, I remember, like, TV network show? Uh, if I remember correctly, his uh, right-wing viewpoints kind of got him ostracized from Hollywood. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's popped up on uh, a couple of different... Like Newsmax and stuff like that, but I guess the rest of Hollywood was kind of like, all right, guys, so... Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen this movie? I have not. No, I remember when it came out, it was it was all the rage, because my church, um, I, my youth group went to it. It was like a big deal that everybody's going to get tickets and go to it. So why didn't you go? I think I was out of town or something. We might have been on spring break when it came out, and then um, we weren't able to go see that for the, the show, and then really just came around to we never went and saw it, and I never... I own the movie now. Because my wife owned it, and so when we got married, and, and but I still have not watched it. I haven't watched it either. Uh, you and I both grew up as church kids, so I felt like I knew the story. Like I don't want to, oh, yeah. see, I don't want to see a movie that I already sort of know the ending to, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but also, it just seems like a long. Because I remember when the, when the movie first came out, they had cameras outside of theaters because there were, uh, you know, there were church groups and everything going, and the news kept showing clips of people walking out who had been moved to tears. And I thought, man, why would you want to intentionally do that to yourself? Like, go out and get yourself so emotionally moved that you just, you know, you come out, your soul is raw. And you just feel. <laughs> I couldn't imagine anything worse than being that moved during a movie. So there's there's almost a 0% chance that I'll see The Passion of the Christ or The Passion of the Christ 2 still Christen. Wait, is that really a movie? No, no, oh, okay. I was going to say. <laughs> uh, no. So if I'm going to sit through this, I'm going to need to uh, really get cranking. So I'm going to just, I'm going to say, give me a 12 pack of, I'll say 312 Urban Wheat from Goose Island. Okay. Because it's it's tasty, but also I can crank through a lot of them, and I could probably finish a dozen of them before the movie's over. But yeah, there are genres of movies I don't really care for. But like emotional drama, like long suffering and messages of morality, like that couldn't be further from what I find entertaining at the theater. Not what you're into at all. And, no. and plus, we're doing this on the highest of high holy weekends for Batman fans. So, oh uh, yeah, now that's a movie I, I'd go see 150 times over. You know, I want to go see it sometime between now and the end of uh, this week. But I've heard it's really good, and I've heard it's really like dark. And there's not much action when it comes to this Batman. It's more of like a a thriller, crime drama. Like you see him in the suit and stuff. Not much Bruce Wayne, but. We'll do Batman. We'll do the Batman the next week. But let's so, do that. Since I was a kid, go back to the uh, the Tim Burton ones. I've loved every single Batman movie, even the ones that got critically panned with George Clooney, Schwarzenegger. Batman and Robin was so terrible, but so good. But I was also young enough where I didn't know what a bad movie was. I think I was 17, 16, yeah. 17 when that movie came out. So I didn't know Val Kilmer. I didn't recognize those as being bad Batman movies. But as Batman has gone along in my entire lifetime, I've loved every single installation of it. Batman Forever is still one of my favorites. That's and that's the one with Val Kilmer and George, uh, or not George, but Jim Carrey and yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh man, blast from the past. Right. <laughs> hey, I did that a minute for the late nineties where he was just in just about everything. U.S. Marshals, The yeah. Fugitive, yeah, yeah all those. Me was the one armed man. <laughs> um, for me, I'm gonna go with one, one. This one I had a couple of weeks ago in Grand Rapids, and I don't know, I don't know why I'll just give it this one, but it's it's called Heck and Chonker. 
and I'll just show you the the label. It's got a cat on there, a pink cat. Oh, chonker like the internet, what they call fat cats on the internet. Yeah, okay. and it was so good. It was a fat beer, too. It was a bourbon barrel-aged stout with vanilla added, and it, it was delicious. It's from Fair State Brewing Company. Um, and Are they out of Michigan, or is that just one you I, had when you were out? I believe so, yeah. It was it was one that I grabbed at this It was a House Games lounge area. It was it was pretty cool. So I bought the beer there to go, and then my, me and my wife went back to the hotel, and it was good. Heckin' chonker. Yeah, we just sort of glazed over that last part, and then we went back to the hotel, and, and it was all good. And it was all good. It I, was all good. I had it before bed. It was so so tasty. We like to make sure that we have our footprint on pretty much every social media um, app, device. We're building what will eventually become a staggering social media empire, but we're doing it one like at a time. One, one follow at a time. Okay. <laughs> it might take us 625 years, but eventually we'll get there. Yeah. Slow but steady wins the race. That's what I've always heard. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram. Just search Music to My Beers, and you can follow with our beer shirt Thursday, fun and festivities. And you can also follow us on Twitter for the same deal. It's a beer news. You can follow us uh, on Facebook. Like Music to My Beers, join our, our secret Music to My Beers group. Music to My Beers, the Facebook page, is like the pretty exterior of the house. But if you want to get into the real party area, you have to knock on the door and join our Facebook group. And we'll let you in. It's it's not locked at all. I mean, I know that you've got to answer three questions. It's a private group and this, that, and the other. But still, you can come on in. We The more, the merrier. As that group grows and as more people make contacts with you know others around town that are you know either got a cool pull from whatever state or maybe you've got some cool uh, beers to trade, you can put up there too. That's legal, right? Not against Facebook group policy, right? No. Okay. Well, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I didn't know if that was in the bylaws of Facebook. Yeah, no uh, trading on Facebook like you do on Marketplace. Good luck catching us, Zuckerberg. It'll be done and over with, and the transaction will be deleted before you ever catch us. Yeah. You can also podcast this show if uh, if you're on your way to church or you've got other things going on Sunday, or maybe you had too much music to my beers on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. You can also listen to the podcast wherever you get your free podcasts tomorrow around lunchtime, and follow us on Untapped. Well... Follow me on Untapped. I am at Man Bear Cluck. I don't know why on earth for the next 40 days you'd want to follow a dormant, quiet, boring, untapped account like Zach Miller at Dad Beers. You don't want to see me checking into all the Budweiser Zeros and <laughs> other non-alcoholic hey, beers. Do you get badges for checking in NA beers? I don't know. I should try. I should check it out. There's, there's I think be, I've checked in a few Budweiser Zeros. Yeah, there's got to be. I've seen you check in one or two, but there's got to be something. I checked in one and I didn't get anything for it. Oh, they should. They should come up with the NA badges. Come on now. It's it is one of the biggest sectors of craft beer because not people want to drink during lunch. They want to you know have one or two and not have a buzz, but still get like that good flavor. And there are a lot of good non-alcoholic beers out there. I think I found. I think as big as the hard seltzer thing got. Like there was that first summer that was just truly a white claw, and then the next summer it was virtually everywhere. Now everybody's got one to the point that it's starting to, to drop off a little bit. NA has got to be coming to some sort of state because for Budweiser to get into it and Heineken to get into the 0.0 game and every time you go to a liquor store now there's more and more non-alcoholic options like it's got to it's there's got to be so much growth that's going to be happening soon mm-hmm. we're about to ramp up we're going to see yeah weebs like Zach Miller who can't drink for Lent perfect <laughs> no, yeah he's put him in the penalty box yeah he's got a whole variety of stuff but it's funny to me because you and I take turns bringing in the beer for split one and this time is a beer that you brought in and put in the work cooler with the intentions of splitting it this week 
But then you decided to swear off the booze, so I get to drink a beer all by myself that Zach Miller brought in for the class. Yeah, well, uh, uh, you're... C- and not to add, I mean, not to really put the screws to you here, but why don't you go ahead, take this in your hand, and tell me what it is, where you got it, and why it's going to be fantastic for me to drink all by myself. Well, ooh, boy, this is going to be a good one. So this is a collaboration. I, I liked it because of the can, because it says Brothers of the Freemason, and it's got uh, some of the Crypt Keeper-looking guys on there with the eyeballs. But uh, it's between Booze Brothers Brewing Company, who I have not had, and Mason Ale Works. Now, Mason, we have had a few from them, because they've been in our area for a little while yeah. now. Um, and it is a collab between them with it's double dry hopped. It's a hazy double nine percent featuring citra, cryo citra, and incognito citra. So three citra hops that are. I mean, we love the citra hop, and I I have a feeling this one's going to be pretty dang good. I'll take a, a whiff off the can. Oh man, you're going to hate yourself. Oh, this smells incredible. Oh, does it? Oh, okay, Zach, I'm, I'm sorry. Wow. Whoa, man. That smells great. And as you're pouring it out, it's it's probably going to look equally as incredible, too, with kind of a nice, nice hazy hue. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. It's fun, too, because with the hazy beers now, we've had enough of them where you can tell just by the color in the body if it's going to lean more grapefruity or if it's going to lean more like uh, orange mango. Mm-hmm. I'll get a picture of this. Yeah. Right? This Brothers of the Freemason. You know, for the longest time, I grew up in Hickory Corners, Michigan, and... Uh, there's a Masonic temple. Oh, really? Right there in Hickory Corners. I didn't know what a Freemason was until I was like 32 <laughs> and had left town. I just thought it was a group of people that like really go ham on pancake dinners every weekend. <laughs> See, like, this weekend, it's another pancake dinner at Masonic Temple. I just thought I was like, must be like a pancake fellowship. That's what it was. When I first heard of them, I thought they were bricklayers. And I thought that they're the ones who were building all the walls, you know? But I mean, oh, little there he goes again with his build the wall chatter. <laughs> Um, right, uh, how's it look? So the body's amazing. The color's amazing. And now I'm going to try this here. You're going to bring somebody in to burp in my face too? <laughs> yeah. Jump on the microphone over there. Um, is that microphone three? Yes. Yes. Cool. Uh, this is the brothers of the Freemason. Yeah. Darcy Murphy right here from our own real rock. One Oh three, nine, the bear middays. I'm not breathing in Zach's face. No, we're not doing <laughs> that anymore. Because, uh, there was a lot of chatter behind the scenes that that seemed pretty unsafe in this pandemic world we all live in. And also, it's so gross. Like, no one wants to hear it. No one wants to see it. <laughs> no one wants to do it. But that didn't give me COVID. I didn't get COVID from anybody breathing in my face that time. I got it from just sitting in, in, in a meeting. With who? <laughs> uh, my boss. Oh, okay. Oh. So I, <laughs> Leverage for vacation time. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm going to need another week off because I, I got back so early. <laughs> So take a sip and tell me what you, before I get my review, I want to hear yours. This is a collaboration between Mason Ale Works and the Booze Brothers. Which, what a great name for a brewery, and too. Those places at, yeah, no kidding. The 9% uh, double dry hopped hazy. What's good? You didn't make a good face when you swallowed it just Good while I was tasting. Like, that's my taste, like, my my serious tasting face. Like, oh, you're breathing out as you're tasting it. Yeah, I'm, like, too, thinking and I'm notes. looking at the can to see, like, because that plays a part in it, too. Like, I'm looking at the can, I'm like, mmm. For being 9%, you can't taste it. No, it doesn't taste boozy at all. I think this is going to be one of the ones that hits you when you stand up and you're like, holy smokes. <laughs> Only probably curse words. <laughs> what do you oh, think? Oh, Warren, what do you think? Um, you do get a little bit of a boozy stiffness toward the end, but just ever so slightly. Okay. And it's it's right. You can look at this and just tell it's going to be a little bit more grapefruit leaning. Mm-hmm. I think for, and for being a double egg, it's not as like malty as some of them are. Like, I hate that. I like the high ABV, but I hate the maltiness. 
Now I did like the dogfish head 120 minute where it tastes <gasps> like, oh. Yeah, hey, what do you think much. about Zach giving up beer for Lent? I think that was poorly thought out. I know. Well, what do I know? <laughs> yeah. I know you mentioned that earlier in the week, too. And I was like, yeah. oh, I know. I host a beer show, and here I am. It's no, St. Patty's it's Day. It's funny. I know, and he just gave it up. So what happens if after all of this, the 40 days for Lent, and then November when you gave it up, you realize that drinking's not for you? I know, and I just like my, my cool, crisp water with lemons. Loser. I know. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I guess this week's pick six is going to be a lot of fun also, so stick around for that. We'll uh, Warren's talk about our, six beers. Yeah, like six beers <laughs> I want to get to. You know, the other day he said, at work the other day, he said, we were all talking about like what we did the night before. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, man, I was so tired. He's like, I only had, I really only had a few beers. I had, you know, four of the M43s, the tall ones, and then I had a bomber of, what was the bomber of? Uh Better half. Better half. Oh, so, we so were, good. <laughs> so, so everyone was standing around like, that's a hey, lot of beer. It was kind of, a lot of beer. five beers, but really it's like you had the alcohol equivalent of like 17 Bud Light. He's like, I don't know why. I just I was so tired. I wasn't drunk. I just fell asleep. I'm like, there's no way you weren't drunk after that. <laughs> Four M43s. Yeah, no, 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 that's no. all. Daddy just had to shut his eyes for a bit. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey by the way, after describing that, can't hide money. I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> I, but I bought, that, I bought that better half from Founders like four years ago. So oh, so it was an aged it's one. Kinda huh? like a, it's kind of like a Bitcoin investment where I paid very little for it a long time ago. But did you ever get, did you get to enjoy it after four M43s? Not really, but I have another one. Like at some of these <laughs> events, I see you on, like I've seen you after four like American loggers, and I know how you are, so I can't imagine how you are after four M43s. It's probably not like it's probably insane. What's that? I'm getting a signal from our music to my beer producer. The segment's going right. long. He's saying, wrap it up, wrap it up, guys. Uh, we'll be back with a pick six. Thank you, Darcy Murphy, for swinging by and drinking some of this beer and also giving us a little bit of a guilt trip and a lecture. <laughs> I just want you guys to think about your families. That's it. Hey, his wife told him uh, to start the show. We say that, like, she thought that maybe they should, like, you know, maybe keep their drinking just to the weekend and kind of get on a better path. Oh, that's, that's what she between said. Between that and giving that up beer said? twice and, Dude, and twice and two. And did your heart break when she said that? Like, oh, man. <sighs> Only the weekends? Only two days. No, but, I mean, did it break like, she, like she's over there thinking you drink too much? Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, his life is shattering. This is the time for the staff picks portion of our show where... We throw in three beers apiece, and we encourage you either to go out and grab them right now, or something that maybe we're looking forward to in the coming months, or it's something that you should absolutely just avoid, like at all costs. I think there's been like two or three that we've thrown into that corner that you just don't even bother spending the money on it. That can I get very catty when we have a bad experience, but I'm going to let you go first, and we're just going to... These are probably going to be all, what, beers you had recently in the last week or beers you're looking forward to drinking at the end of Lent? Yeah, well, these are the beers that I, I had on Friday of last week. So not not this past Friday because I, I've been a good boy. But one is that Upside Down Dream from Hoplore. So good. It tastes like an Upside Down upside down pineapple cake. And it you get the pineapple, you get the fruit. Um It's definitely on the nice, like, sweet milkshake style beer. I mean, just look at that. I'm showing you the picture. Nice red, ruby red grapefruit looking like, hue. Uh, looks like ruby red uh, ocean spray. Oh, it was so good. The other one that I'm going to throw in is uh, Toppling Goliath. And I picked this up thinking that it was probably more along the line of like an IPA. But it's their Dragon Fandango. And I didn't realize that it was a fruited sour. But it's not. 
it's not so sour that it's like a punchy in the mouth. It's kind of nice because they put like the mango and passion fruit and dragon fruit in there. So it's it's definitely one that I would highly recommend. It's pretty good. Um, but last but not least, one thing that I love is that Revolution Brewing Company out of Chicago, they always do their pack of heroes that have yeah. like galaxy it's or very similar to the way new belgium does their voodoo rangers series where they come out with a new one and there's, yeah. you know, there's a new cartoon character to go along with it mm-hmm. there's a new hop strain but also it's just the one hop that goes into it like with the anti-hero it's like all the hops go in on the same mac malt backbone but this has same malt backbone across the board for their heroes but then they throw in different hops that go into it and the one that I had was the double dry hopped Nelson Hero. It looks like a wrestler on the front. Hey, I've never seen that one. Super awesome. It is so good. Nelson hops I'm not too familiar with. I mean, I recognize the name when I bought it, but I thought this is this is a good IPA, a good double dry hopped IPA too. And it's a double, so it clocks in at about a 7.8, 7.9, something like that. Um, Did you buy that? Uh, at Citywide or the Belmont down by Notre Dame? You betcha I did. The Citywide. Those I went in two places that carry those one-off tall cans of the uh, Hero Series. Well, and the other thing, too, is that a lot of times they'll split it for you because I've gone up to the front and you might see a four-pack in there and I'm like, hey, could you guys like portion this out so I'm not paying for the whole four-pack? I'll just buy the one. So you're not out you know, the 20-some-odd dollars that would yeah. typically be a four-pack. But those are my three that I'm throwing in. Uh, mine is actually going to be four, but it's all part of one thing. And okay. I got excited about this because it's one of my favorite offshoot brewers, uh, War Pigs. Percy McKellar and Three Floyds uh, posted on Instagram earlier this week that they've got a new product coming down the line, a new four pack. And they don't do variety packs. They do 12 packs. They do six packs. Uh, but this is a variety pack, and it features four different beers, two of which are amongst my favorite go-tos, two of which I've never had before. Let me guess, Foggy Geezer and Salmon Pants. Uh, no, the Lazarite. Oh, Lazarite, okay. Which I, I want to say this was five, six years ago now, maybe, is when Fog- when uh, when War Pigs first became a thing, and uh, the, the Lazarite was the first one that was available in our area. I forgot. It's just a standard, straight-away IPA, right? West Coast? It's or? a real citrusy IPA. It's kind Ooh. of in that same vein. It, it reminds me a little bit of uh, that fresh citrusness of a zombie dust. Oh, okay, yeah. But a little more forward, and then we saw the Salmon Pants, and then eventually we got the Foggy Geezer that came around. Foggy Geezer is the other one that's, uh, that's in this four-pack as well. You know, I, it's one of my all-time favorites. It's a perfect go-to hazy. It's 20 bucks a 12-pack. It's, it's awesome. But there are two more in there that I haven't had. One of them is called High Celebrant. It is the uh, War Pigs take on a Doppelbach. Ooh. Classic German style. They bill it as the storm before the calm. They kind of flip the words a little bit there. Uh, I'd really like to try that because so far I haven't had a bad beer from, from War Pigs. The other one uh, they throw in, as I, I don't know if this is taking the place of the double that they do. They do a double IPA called Chaos Monger. Oh, yeah. It might, yeah. Be, it might be an Imperial. I love that one. This one's called Astral Queen, and it's just a uh, it's a double IPA. Mm. I haven't seen it available. Supposedly, Warpigs on Instagram post earlier this week that it's supposed to be hitting shelves uh, this week anywhere that you can buy Warpigs already, so keep your eye oh. open. Maybe Citywide Downtown or here over the corner of Grape and Edison will have it, but um, I want to try it because I want to try those two new ones, but also it it's rare to get a variety pack where you love all of them. Yeah, even that, Bell's, yeah. even that Bell's pack of hearts, whatever it was with the cold hearted. You didn't like the the Bell's pack of hearts? I just thought like this is cool, but then I never drink the lightheartededs first. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. left with those. You're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but this, I mean, depending on how much I like the high celebrant, could very easily be a perfect variety pack. 
Yeah, yeah. I I'm curious to to know what you've. Um, well, if I get it and drink it before the next forty days are up, then yeah, I'll tell you all about Let it. Let me know. This is, oh, oh, this beer is delicious. I'm still You're rubbing it in my face, I'm man. Out of brothers of the uh, the Freemasons. Can I smell the can again? You can. Mm. Dude, it smells like such a really good like citra. Well, it is all citra hop um, that goes in there, so it just smells so citrusy and grapefruity. And well, we give you a lot of sweet. grief about this uh, about you know no beer November and then going dry for for Lent. Lent. But I imagine after the first handful of days, it's got to be pretty easy, right? Oh yeah, I mean it's a it's not like after the first day, I was like, yep, I'm good. And the fifth by the fifth day, I'm like, you know what, I got this. Do you look yeah, forward to things like St. Patty's Day less? Um, like, a little, are you going to care that St. Patty's Day is even rolling around? The only thing that I'm going to care about is the fact that there's like the parade and stuff and like the festivities. I do like that. I'm very a traditional type person. Um, like so with corned beef and, and cabbage and stuff like that, I'll definitely still make that on St. Patrick's Day. Um, do the green eggs and ham, but I no, I I won't look forward to slamming a couple of Guinnesses, which I absolutely love. You know, and I've got the I got a trip for Ireland planned in like a couple of years that I'm I'm really looking forward to going straight I'm to the source, Ireland. go to the pubs and stuff like that. But I'd say I'd say it doesn't it decreases the hype a little bit because I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to be standing in a bar, you know, waiting for, you know, 10, 15 minutes to get another beer and stuff with a crowded packed room. But also, but, how often really are you at a bar waiting for a drink yeah, in 2022? I, Given the fact that you've got two small kids, you're a man on the go. That's true. You're something of a celebrity. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I guess I, it, it's been a couple of years since I've actually done that, like gone out and truly celebrated St. Patrick's Day like how how we have in the past. But, hey, you're right. It, I, it's been, I think, three or four years at least for me since I've gone out on St. Patty's Day. Mm-hmm. It was always the fun thing to do. Like, you go out to Fiddler's. You did at least have one in Fiddler's. And then maybe some green beer at another bar, like Ewing Cafe or something. I think part of that was because it was about three or four years ago. It was the last time we had a real big deal DTSB tent party. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And once that kind of... Oh, I forgot about what, that. Yeah, once that kind of went away, because that was the event that everyone came downtown for, but then you spilled over everywhere else. Oh, yeah. You would pub crawl, and um, and after that, it kind of just, you're like, eh, I don't know, is it even a big deal anymore? Is the new library built on where the tent party was? Is that the, that location? You know, they just expanded onto the uh, St. Joe Public Library, and it's like gotten way bigger. It's almost du- like doubled or tripled in size. I'm trying to think about where you guys put the tent up for that. Was it like the Gates lot down there? Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, Gates lot still. Now you've got South Bend Brew Works right next to that, and yeah, you've also there got more places to drink downtown than ever. I mean, yeah, Finney's wasn't around back then. No, <laughs> the tent I party. about yeah. that. There's that. We got Fiddlers. There's LKT. You can walk to South Bend Brew Works. You've got the uh, you've got five or six places right in the vicinity. It would be more fun than ever. But uh, so now you're saying pub crawl. Let's just do pub crawls. Let's make that a thing again. Dude, I, I got dude. I think I'm out on that, man. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm out. Like, if if St. Patty's Day falls on a, during the week, I'm out. Like I. I know. Why I does it have to be on a Thursday? Beer too, but and I remember the last time you were sober on this show, which is happening more frequently these days. I know. Uh, we we would check in with you every week. What's the first beer you want to have when you're off the chain? Um, probably uh, Two Hearted. As of right now, it was fun because the last time you did this in November, remember your beer changed every week. Mm-hmm. It does as as, as the, the cravings, cravings increase. Yeah, I'm like oh, what's that one like? And yeah, Two Two Hearted would be. Always, always a go-to for me. Like I look at that one, and I'm like, that is to me the the pinnacle of all beers. Like 
not that I compare every beer to it because not every beer is like that as an IPA, but it's one of those that I'm like, it's so perfect. I, I, and I love the perfect beer. So that's, that's the one I'm going back to, I think. Adorable. It might be Oberon, you know, because I'm going to miss Oberon Day that, you know, that's coming up too. I'll have more details on that in in news and notes. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So this has been dubbed, as Warren said, the things that I cannot partake in or. Fun that Zach won't have. Things that Zach will miss. Things that you can be a part of and, you know, rubbing my face a little bit. (laughs) One is um, Bell's Oberon Day. So that's coming up March 20th. 21st they kind of do the, the the midnight release and then you can join in on the fun on on monday march 21st so if, that's one thing if you've never been up there for the oberon release they have an oberon king they crown every year when they're at bells for the party that's so awesome yeah and it's the vernal equinox so it's the signal of spring uh ushering in and and this got forsaken winter being over with i like i like that they have like basically the official cold snapped beer like the one that we always think about. And I know that it's available all year round down in Arizona. Um, I would imagine that somewhere in Larry Bell's deal, like he, he cut a deal with the new owners of Bell's that, hey, you got to keep producing Oberon for my buds down in Arizona so that way we can have it all, all year round. Maybe. I don't know. I would imagine, right, as he's, as he's walking out. I have a run into that guy. I have so many questions. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> Get out while the the iron's hot, I guess. You know the recipes. Do you just brew this stuff at home for yourself? He could. Yeah. Yeah. He probably has his own little, like, pilot system at home. Although, do you really want to take your work home with you? If if your name's Larry Bell and you owned Bells for almost 40 years, like... Uh, No, you know what I would do? you find out he likes to crush Coors Light at home? (laughs) I would teach my son or daughter how to brew and then have them brewing for me and be like, yeah, you know, that sounds pretty good. That tastes pretty good. I'll take some of that. I'd always constantly have people brewing around me. If I had that much money. <laughs> <laughs> they do the work. I enjoy it. I just come up with the recipes. You guys do the work. Um, the other one that's coming out is uh, Firestone Hopnosis. Firestone's known for like their Fire Jack and stuff like that. Um, and Union Jack. And some of the other jacks that they have, like Easy Jack. But that one looks pretty good. It's going to be a 6% or 6.7%. And it really looks like it's just in... Uh, it, it'll be available here, but it's just kind of like a... West Coast style hobby IPA. Their Fly Jack is pretty great. It's a low calorie version of their uh, their regular Jack line. It's similar to to um, to the lighthearted, but it's ninety six calories. Oh, for a big tall boy. Oh wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, this one they said it's going to be like cutting edge. So we just talked about cryo hops. That must be a new thing. Whatever. I don't know if these hops are like frozen. And where are our where are our uh, brewers when we need them, you know, to discuss with us what cryo hops are? I don't know. Take out your dry rice marker, write it on the Music to My Beers question board for the next time we have an expert in. <laughs> I know. Uh, and last but not least, you can mark your calendars for Friday, May 6th. It's a first Fridays in Goshen, and it's Eat, Drink, and Shop Goshen. And I think we should get It's Seis de Mayo. Seis de Mayo. We should at least get down there and be like, hey... Um, Jesse, remember that time that you came on the show with us and didn't bring some beer? We should, uh... We're here to cash in. <laughs> we're cash in on that. We bought these empty growlers. Please fill our, our hearts with this beer. And send us back to town. Yeah. So that's some, some fun stuff to look forward to. Perfect. Well, um... Sadly, that's one I can actually be a part of, too. Oh, well, you're going to start looking... Well, you'll find it news and notes the further Zach gets into Lent, the longer and longer he'll be looking out. Like, mm. Just give me something to look forward to. Yeah, October. It can't be here. 
Uh, best of luck to you, buddy. Thank I'm, you. I'm proud of you and also pretty disappointed. So imagine this is what being a parent feels like. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you back here next week. Same bat time and channel and music to my beers. Cheers. Cheers. Music to my beers. You know what's the best cure for a hangover? Never stop drinking. On Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. Podcasts by Federated Media.